1: Hey everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today, we have our friend Trey on the podcast. I'm not revealing Trey's last name because of uh, he's ultra-exclusive and ultra-secretive. And he's kind of like the bloody tooth guy, actually. No one knows his, uh, who, 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 his real name. will in- be
0: having on the podcast very soon? BTG, bloody
1: yeah. tooth guy. BTG. But no, really, Trey wanted to protect himself from, um, you know, he's currently working as an associate. And um, wanted to protect himself uh, from, from some of the ideas he has. His goal is to go outside and, um, you know, start his own practice. And he's just, he's a, he's a, a dentist. Craig and I both met him because he's at the Summit. He's just a remarkable young man. Um, he's, got his, he's got his shit together and um, really came to us wanting to be on the podcast because he literally had so many questions, so many great questions that he wanted to form about this new journey, you know, going next level with, you know, it's, it's one thing to be an associate and kind of working for someone but then to step out. You have a whole series of new questions. Um, and, you know, I think preparation is one of those things that really helps relieve a lot of this anxiety and the unknowns. And, and Trey, you have prepared for your new journey amazingly well. Um, and we were kind of talking before the podcast recorded um, just kind of catching up because Trey went to our summit that we had in California and Trey was saying, you know, he had before the summit, he actually prepared a list of all these questions about like, you know, how do I do this? And what am I going to do this? And how, you know, just sh- great questions for going on this journey. Like I'm saying, you know, um, just simple things like what system to use for this and how do you implement this? And what do I do with my team? And he said that he's had to revamp his questions because after spending uh, two days at our summer summit, literally three, you know, 75% of his questions were answered, but now they become better quality questions because he's, he's, he has a new set of data and a new vision um, of what he wants to do. So sorry for that long winded in- intro, everyone. I just wanted to give some context about kind of what we're doing. And we're setting up a call today to kind of um, just go over questions. And I'm sure a lot of, a lot of dentists, whether, where, wherever you are in your life cycle as a dentist, if you're, if you're breaking out, or newer or older or wherever you are, I'm sure a lot of these questions that he's going to have and that Craig and I are going to attempt to give our, our, uh, our best input on, you had the same question at some point, or you have the same question now. So Craig, did I miss anything?
0: No. Um, you know, I think that, um, you know, to, to, to the email exchange that Trey and I were having, all all three of us were having over the last uh, couple of weeks. It's hard because you don't really know what to ask because you don't know you know where what what it's going to be like so it's kind of like uh um trying to pack for Fiji you can learn the weather you can learn what you're going to be doing but until you're actually in Fiji like oh shit i should have bought those flip flops or this right. or that so i mean it, it's I appreciate it, and and uh, I, I know that what the spirit is, and I think it's going to be great for our listeners to hear um, your perspective. And,
1: and uh, sometimes, Greg, I know exactly what you're saying. Sometimes, the answering of one question, or I said getting getting the answer to one of the questions you ask, brings up three more higher quality questions. right? Well, you know,
0: you're trying to diagnose what you what you have right now. So, Trey, you mm-hmm. really, like you don't know what you don't know. So, you, from your experience, you're like. I need to know these four things. And in actuality, you really don't need to know any of them because it'll all work out in the end. And, but, uh, but I think that, um, um, especially most people, including Pete and I, we get stuck in the tyranny of the how, like, how are we going to do this? How? And I think it's really important. Um, the how will be manifest to you, like how you're going to do things will show up as time goes on because the challenges that you think you're going to face, you may not face and the, the blindsided ones that you'd never even thought you're going to face. I mean, this last year, I would have never thought I needed the advice. Like if you would have asked me like 15 months ago, what, what are the five things you need to know for this next 15 months? I would have asked you five things and none of them would have freaking mattered. But now, in right. retrospect, I would have said, holy shit, I would have loved to have known how to deal with these five things. I mean, Pete, mm-hmm. same thing for you. You know, you, we don't know. But there are generic, and, and, and I don't want to oversimplify it because, you know, there are the, the questions that you wrote down as, as uh, Kickstarter ideas for us are brilliant. And, and, uh, but, but I do believe that it'll be fun to go back maybe in a year from now and do a recap of this podcast, you know, and see what it is that you wanted to know and what it is that you should have asked and what is, what, what actually really mattered. So it's cool. I think it's fun. And, uh, So I think-
1: Trey, we'll let you, we'll let you talk yeah. now that cause, uh, you know, we want to make sure you're not the guest listener, like Craig, you know, Craig and I can talk and we get on these ramps and then we just talk together. We made Although fun the last of one of our guests.
0: We did. Um, it won't Uh, be released probably for a couple more days. So I get there. I was at, we just spent the, I just spent, my family just spent the weekend with uh, Pete's family up in um, Lake Notley in Northern Georgia. Amazing, amazing time. So, so amazing for us to hang together like that. But on Thursday we got there and, you know, we had gone to the supermarket and bought, you know. 150 bottles of beer or so and and we're three or four or five beers into it and Pete's like hey let's do a podcast and I'm the opposite with with drinks like most people get you know give them three or four drinks and they get more courage I get really introverted so Pete's recording a podcast when I'm like five beers into it and so you'll be listening to that I don't and we'll have to get some comments whether that made any sense whatsoever that was good I loved it yeah Anyway, go ahead, Trey. But Trey, Good but, to Trey
1: welcome to the show, buddy. Welcome to, well, thanks for being on and thanks for being a big supporter of the Bulletproof practice and the Summit. And
2: um, yeah, man, we're just excited to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I've, I, I'm super excited to be here. Uh, you know, I've told you guys kind of separately, but you know, you guys have been really instrumental in, in me and in my career and opened up a whole new world of dentistry that, is has been truly inspiring, and that's been um, something I'll never be able to probably repay you guys for, and, and not just for me, but for the patients that I serve and the better managed care that I'll be able to give those patients just from from what I've known. I mean, I've got a good 45-minute drive to work in the morning, and, and I've got a whole MBA worth of information, <laughs> in it. and it all started with, with you two, and you two were the ones that locked me into podcasts and you know, I've listened to all, almost all your podcasts, and some of them I listened to three or four times. I've played them, I've played them back to back before. Wow! Um, wow. Just, I love them. Um, some of them just blew my mind because I never even thought of of things outside of clinical until. Um, I started so thanks for having me on I'm really excited. no man we we need to hear that stuff honestly it's
1: it's oxygen can I give one I'm gonna give one uh this example of that and I told Craig as soon as it happened so I recently spoke at the DEO and there was a big group about 600 people and you know Craig and I sometimes we think we're just talking to ourselves and anyone listening and you just <laughs> never know right you just never know but I literally had I, I bet you at that conference there's you know a lot a lot of number of dentists of so 600 but I bet you I had 30 people come and say Thank God you do this, this podcast. And I was like, wow, you know, because you don't know sometimes you're on the other side of it. So hearing you even, you know, I've heard you kind of iterate that before, but hearing you say it again, it's just it gives us the oxygen and fuel to kind of say, wow, we're making a difference. We're moving the needle for people, and that's kind of all we really set out to do. So um, that's super cool, man. Super cool.
2: Yeah, um, and that's why that's why I reached out to you guys in the first place. I mean, uh-huh. you know, the two probably the two most instrumental things you guys did for me were to write down my goals and to mm-hmm. develop my why. And it was crazy how once I did that, I, I just, it was, I just was pulled. You guys always talk about be don't be pushed towards your goal, be pulled and it just mm-hmm. changed. It was incredible. And so I hope we can dive into that a little for sure. But yeah, I'm excited. Let's, you know, I'm not sure where this is going to go. Hope we can really help. Cause that's part of my why and, and goals are, are why I'm here. So, well, can I, can I, can I list your goals that you sent me? Yeah. But you
1: yeah. You back can back in the May or, or February. Right. You, so here's was, here's where Trey kind of sent. this is before we never ever, this is before we never met you. Right. You hadn't come to the summit. You just said, Hey, love you guys. You kind of said the same thing. Basically graduated from dental school in 2017, no insight into business. Uh, I won't read all of it, but you see, here. you said, here's what I want to do. Here's my journey. I want to open a startup practice by January, 2020. I want to collect over a million dollars in less than one year. I want to have enough chops to get invited to talk on the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. (laughs) Number three is done. Um, Have 5,000 followers on Instagram and Facebook combined. I want to give back 5% and I want to get 100 five-star Google Facebook reviews. And like I saw that and it was just, you know, it's a rarity. You think that that's kind of simple goals, but it's a rarity for people to write it down and actually be crystal clear about their mission. And, and and Trey, I can just tell you right now, these are modest goals for someone of your caliber. I've met you in person. So you're going to you're gonna look at these and you're going to achieve these and you'll be like, wow, I played small. I played small. Um, because you're going to start recognizing that, that momentum is going to build on this. And so um, anyway, you're going to get this, man, no problem. And uh, But I love that you were clear enough to define actually with clarity what you want to do. Now, the key is, like we talked about, you know, reverse engineering these goals is is a massive part of it. Don't just have hopium and think like, here it is. I'm just going to write them down and they're going to happen. Like that's bullshit. But that, that secret bullshit doesn't work. You know, like, Oh, I'm going to you that. You know, compel the universe to work for me. Like that don't work. You got to reverse engineer and actually be very strategic about how you get to your goal. Um, I shouldn't say this. But by, by the work, way, but.
0: by the way, um, let's put a pin in that. Cause I think it's really important about mindset. I really want to talk about mindset today. I, uh, uh, I just been marinating on, a mindset conversation and I, I think the secret I mean we can actually dive in we can if, if you don't, I don't want to
1: dive into the secret I don't really care enough no about no that. no I I don't, no it. I
0: don't I don't want to I don't want to leave it at the secret because that's I agree with you that's bullshit but okay. there is so let's
1: let Trey.
2: let's let Trey yeah. jump into kind of what what he wants to do you want I'm going to write that down
0: because I want to touch on mindset well, so.
2: yeah that's a great lead into one of my one of my first questions you know and I, I I had some I had some general questions and then I had some some really detailed questions and and I was, I was telling Peter before we Craig before you got here I was on my way home from the summit and my whole mind was blown again from everything I learned and and I said all right let's take the question information dump that I did and let's let me restructure all this so I wrote down some major headings and and titles of things and I thought and I looked at it when I was done I went holy cow like this it was it was three of your four pillars and i thought let's just jump into those you know some of your pillars and go through some of those action items and so but first i had some just general questions and that was a great lead into them is is how do you like where do you where do you set those goals like what because you don't i just set some arbitrary numbers i said a million dollars that's nice and round let's just throw that out there um, you know, I went on your, your guys's Facebook and Instagram pages and said, well, all right, well, how many likes do they, I mean, how many friends, and followers do they have? Well, let's get some gauge there, but what goals would you guys set and, and what would be a, a stretch, but achievable goals for, for someone like me or someone in general? Are you PPO or start our fee for service startup? Uh, PPO. Okay.
1: Craig, can I take this real quick? Just to, yeah, as what sure. I would do. All right. Yeah. So I would say a million dollars. A million dollars is $83,000 per month revenue. Break that down to then days you work and then hours you do, right? So that'll keep you on track to know how you're going to hit that goal. I think a million dollars for a startup fee-for-service practice is probably a little bit aggressive. And I even say that, right. And I usually try and go, you know, challenge things. I think it's super doable. I actually know um, many people who have done it, um, I've never done that per se from a, from a, I've done it inside my ecosystem, but never, never just, you know, I didn't do that out the gate in 2005 and what I'm trying to say. So, but I think it's doable, especially given the acumen and the knowledge you have. Um, so Craig, you want to jump, jump in on that? Like your question, yeah. though, Greg, I'm sorry. It wasn't when everything seems so arbitrary, it, it's yeah, going to change and pivot and, 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 again, um, and you're going to hit good.
0: Sorry. Uh, My thought here is, you know, again, it's a mindset thing. I'm hearing goals and a mindset keeps coming to me. And as you're talking about like goals, like you're pulling them out of thin air. Everybody pulls their goals out of thin air. Elon Musk said, I'm going to build an electric car. Uh, Henry Ford said, I'm going to have a car, this shitty smoking, banging contraption. Everybody across the nation is going to have one. And Henry Ford said, famous for saying, if he would have listened to the public, he would have built a faster horse. So no one wanted a fucking car. But Henry Ford said, I'm going to build this thing. And it's going to be so, so it's a mindset goals are related to mindset. So who are, I could sit here telling you a million dollars is egregious or high or low or listen, you've got us, you've got to redirect what you want to do. There are people out there that make Pete and I look like we are like playing games, you know, so. I know in the ecosystem of you know where we're at right now, you're looking Trey, you're looking at Pete and I, saying, "Well, oh my God, these guys are killing it." There's guys out there that make Pete and I look like retired. They're they're just they're just crushing it. Maybe not maybe not just in dentistry, but in in general. So, so it's really up to you to 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 tell us what what you can do. But if you believe it, and it's really part of your fabric of your identity like this is going to happen it's likely to happen if i tell you stretch and do a million but you don't actually believe it it won't happen and that's not True. the secret bullshit that's like the 4 minute mile type of crap you know roger bannister ran a 4 minute mile um, it, was, it was thought to be physically impossible to do four-minute miles. He thought the, it was told among scientists that the human body could not move fast enough to, to break four-minute mile. So Roger Bannister was a medical doctor and said, well, there's nothing really that I understand from my purview of the body that can say that can't happen, and he did it. And guess what happened within six weeks of that? Everybody broke the record. So, being told you can or can't do something is the single greatest benefiting or limiting thing of your life. If someone tells you you can do it, I mean, I was watching a movie last night flying home from Atlanta called um, Bobby Robson. I don't know, uh, Robert Robson. Bobby Robson, I don't know. He was a soccer coach and he, he coached the greatest people in the world. And the one thing that the greatest people in the world all said is, he believed in me. So, there are great freaking athletes that still need someone to believe in them. You know, uh, uh, Michael Phelps, a great example of it. He had a coach that told him, you will break the world record when he was a like, scrawny 12-year-old kid that never swam. Michael Phelps didn't get started swimming till he was really late. You figured he'd started at like four or five. So, so really, if, if you can actually fool yourself, trick yourself, con yourself to believe it's possible, that will give you the intestinal fortitude and the inertia to break through all the shit that you're going to have to swim upstream against. You don't even know what you're going to swim upstream. But if you actually believe I'm going to open up uh, a practice and it's going to do all this stuff and you really believe it, maybe guys like us fuel or put wind in your sails, you're going to do it. But if we tell well, you, why don't you, why don't you chop it down to 500 grand and you don't really believe it, you're not going to do it. So that's, that's yes. my thought. And everything else in so, there is arbitrary. I made all my shit up, man you saw Craig's
1: psychology, your psychology is right. Like you, you know, you'll go to sleep and your psychology will think of ways to kind of put things right. in motion. You will work at night. I get that. It's not the but secret, but you get a little, but you're talking a little bit of opium, Right. And so you have to get very, you know, Craig, you're, you're, you're where you're always up in the clouds. And I'm kind of like down. I'm always like, oh, yeah. All right, let's no, break no, into no, strategy.
0: No, no. You're not, you're not, you're a big dreamer too, man. You're a big, I know, but I always break making- it down.
1: But I know I break it down into not like completely
0: granular. Not, not completely I'm just saying I watch you Pete I watch mm. Pete. Pete's doing some pretty um, lofty stuff and it's just and, and a lot of it because I watch you Pete you, a lot of it is I don't know how it's gonna work but I'm gonna make it work here's a couple back yeah, okay. here's a couple of things that add up two plus two and six plus this and this and it could but it's only that, 20 30 percent. as Pete's like, I'm a badass and I get shit done and I'm going to, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to crush it. And he doesn't even realize it. So he gets a couple of statistics under his belt. Like even this morning, he texted me some, like uh, some property that he's looking at. He's like, Hey, we should buy this. I'm like, dude, what's the rent roll? What are the the leases intact? So he's talking about like, yeah, he likes to put shit down on paper. Bullshit, man. I'm going to call you out on that. He's like, yeah, we can make this work. So, so we, we underestimate the psychology that we have, um, but but it's, it's shown. Psychology is your psychology, the way you approach things will make you a resourceful person. You will look for reasons why it will work or you look for reasons why it's going to fail if your psychology is shitty. Take it from me. I've come off of 15 months of shitty psychology or shittier psychology than I'm used to. Still probably better than the average Joe psychology, but not my normal psychology. My normal psychology is like I'm going to um, – I'm gonna have, uh, you know, I'm gonna start a charity. I'm gonna have Tony Robbins at my as as a patient of my practice. Oh, really? How do you know him? Oh, I don't know him yet. Well, well, how are you gonna meet him? I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. You know, and I I guess where uh, I'm
1: going with this, though, Craig. Sorry, I want to interject something real quick cause I want to go back to Trey's question. You know, I look at all of his other goals. I'm staring at my monitor. Like they're all easy except the the one unknown is the million dollars of collections. And and so some of it is so much pre- predicated on all the other things that he's kind of talking about his goals
0: on it. I know. People
1: I'm not saying it. that he can't do it. I'm just saying like, it's predicated on inflow and diagnosis. And like, you know, like you gotta have the new patients, you gotta have, you be, be able to enroll and, and case present big stuff. And you know, so you're right. People have done it and he, he can definitely do it. I'm just saying that's the one thing that if, 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 if his goals were mine, I would spend the most time about being very strategic of how that happened. Is I guess what I'm trying to say.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause when you're getting started out, you just have no idea, you know, you know what you can do clinically called productions collection wise, but you don't know when you do a startup from scratch, you have no idea. You have no idea. What, if do you, what did come.
0: you do last year in collections, personal collections and your with your own hands?
2: Um last year well the situation was a doctor was leaving so I took a lot of the patients of his he was retiring
1: Right so, but what did you do
2: Uh her uh collections or production
0: Uh the one that matters co-
2: The only one <laughs> So I think we, we probably collected around 700 for just me, not counting hygiene, just my, you got this, you got this. this. Yeah.
0: So, so, so I know there were situations that affected, um, your ability to do it, but you did, you collected 700, you, you know, you've broken the four minute mile, you know, you can't undo that. So if you can do that, plus have two hygienists that are doing, you know, the remainder, you're going to get pretty darn close. So, I mean, I, I would think if I were to bet, I bet you could do it. Um, you know, you're not, you're not talking about, I know as dentists, we're scientific people and we want to know the exact science and the formula and, and the recipe for it. But the biggest, I keep harping at the biggest thing for, for you as an entrepreneurial dentist going on on your own is your belief system of what's possible. And I think you've got that belief system and you've proven it. You're educating yourself, you're devouring podcasts, you're, you're learning at a pace that's faster than the average Joe. Um, and, uh, I, I, if I were to bet, I'd say a million dollars is great and crush it. You know, why not? So you've
1: got the clinical chops to be able to do that. All right. So we've already established but that. He's also and got you, the
0: business pragmatic. But, thought well, process. he
1: not we don't know that yet. And, and I know that he does. And I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. He doesn't know that yet. Cause he hasn't gone out on the limb and, and done it. He's well, done he the has. preparation. He he's done the prep. He's done the prep.
0: Well, he's done a set. He's, he collected 700 grand in his own practice. There's certain dentists. That's, that's I, not I, a
1: business thing. That's, that's not an entrepreneurial thing. That's an no, associate that's, thing.
0: No, that's, that's also, listen, I have associates that do one, two and associates that do 20 a month.
1: Correct. But you're, it's a difference between being an owner producer versus being an associate producer. No, all I'm saying, I'm saying. I,
0: have, I have two, three associates that one makes 80 a month and the other one gets 30 a month. And the difference between the two is that what their belief system is. I hand I them you. the same patient. Dr. Doctor, low doctor is somehow not conveying to the patient. And we're not talking about high cosmetics. These, these guys are not doing cosmetic cases. These are people like Mrs. Jones, you have decay on number 30, and people are not signing up. So mm. you know, you, when, you're, when your case acceptance is in the teens, there's a psychology problem. It's not a clinical problem. So he's obviously, he was handed cases like, hey, Dr. Jones is retired, but he still said, hey, Mr. Bob, you know, Bob you've got decay, we gotta get going on this. That's a big, that's a big jump. That's Trey, big. how do
1: you feel your marketing acumen is?
2: Uh, I think it's fair, uh, to be honest. I mean, I, I know the components of it, but when you put mm-hmm. things into practical, um, measurable uh, and, and action items, you know, it's, you just don't know how that's going to go because you've never dealt with any of it before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you've had a whole podcast on how you would market day one, if you were going to do a startup or you were going to do um, startup again, I've listened to all that and I've mm-hmm. written stuff down. I mean, that's, that's what I do with everything. I, I, I listen to these podcasts and I, I on the way to work and I write it all down. As soon as I get to the parking lot, I email myself and then I go back at the same email and I go back and I listen to it all over again. Or I'll read it all over again. But yeah, I'd say marginal. Uh, I mean, I have a clear idea of, of, of kind of a big picture, how it works. But um, tactically, putting it all together um, is, a, is another, another story.
0: So the biggest portion of marketing, I know, Pete, you want to jump on this, but I want to jump on it too. Um, so the biggest portion of marketing is what you do after the phone rings. And uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you know that very, very well. Um, when a patient shows up, how to make a patient feel good. The fact that you've produced that money means that you have the ability to market yourself and and, and enroll a patient. So I, again, can speak from experience of having, you know, a doctor getting 40 or 50 new patients in one month, 40 or 50 and failing and failing. So, um, you know, the tactics of getting the phone to ring and the tactics of getting a patient that's in front of you to commit to to treatment are two completely disparate ideas that you have to master. Um, And uh, most, I'm friends with a guy who markets to large DSOs. He's affiliated with like 350 practices. He gets the phone to ring all the time and he's getting fired from DSOs because they're like, hey, you're not moving the needle. Our business numbers are not going up. He's like, I could show you that when you hired me, I've tripled the amount of patient appointments that are getting booked that are actually showing up because they can they can they can quantify that data. So don't point the finger at me. So, well,
2: but yeah, I mean, so
1: right, that's an operations right. thing though. One right. second, I, I hear what you're saying, Craig, that's an internal marketing scenario. We're making sure that you convert the leads that you get, right? But right now, we're talking about we're talking about making sure the inflow happens, right? Just right, getting the phone. to ring. Okay. Right. But, so, but when he
0: says he's, um, he's marginal at marketing, I don't want to let that go because I'd rather him be marginal at marketing and convert the 10, 15 patients he's going to get than be masterful at it and get 50 patients and fall flat on his face. Cause I've seen both.
1: I would agree with that. I would agree with that. All right. So Trey, any, sp- anything, any questions that popped up from that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's just dive into, um, you know, one of the big things. I thought I'd already kind of hit hit in here was kind of the key components of of those startups. We already started down the road. Let's we can even go straight into what what systems you guys think, and and if it's phone calls, let's go into that. Like, what's the number one system for people with startups to? Um, to have and and to nail day one. You know, Fred Joyle says his three things for success are answer the phones and three rings or less. Nicely, I love I love that. Nicely, ask for reviews and ensure a safe and safe and sterile environment. Um, so, what do you guys think? If you, I'm gonna bring you back to day one of your startup, low budgets. You know, what what are the three things systems wise you got to nail day one?
1: So I completely agree with Fred on that. Mine would be a little bit different. Um, so here's what I think. If the phone rings, they've already chosen you. They've already chosen that they want to come to you. Now, now sometimes we talk them out of that decision that they've already made. When I say we, I mean the person who answers the phone. So really, the person answering the phone, you know, Fred's right, smile, right? Like, And, and there's actually scenarios where you want to get them You don't want to try and have the person answer all the questions, right? You want to do a five minute phone call that that inboards them and gets their butt in the chair. Because once they get to you, you know, and I used to say, they get to me, you're good to go. Like, you know, you're going to become a patient, you're going to have a great experience, whatever. But you have to, you have to really train and audit your phone calls and any, in the beginning, maybe not so much all the time, but definitely you want to be recording your phone calls in the beginning so that you can train that person to curate the people and the calls the way you want right? So and also make sure you're not missing phone calls as well. That's a big thing. Like about 30% of dental, about 30% of new patients trying to schedule, go to voicemail, which means they will literally look for another patient. So make sure you've got all your stuff being, being, being handled. So that'd be my couple pieces of advice. So,
2: so what does that,
1: what does that look
2: like? Oh. You know, it's like, it's answer, Let's go a little deeper because okay. that's what everyone says. And so I, these are things I obsess about things. I lay in bed at night. I wake up or won't even. I'll get up at midnight and I'll have to write down stuff that I just thought about. And one of them was answering the phone calls. at One time I did. Yeah. It, was, it was midnight and I got up and said, "All right, I think I've got it. And you guys, I mean, I'll tell it to you. What I what I want my." So there's a
1: you want to create a script. I know. I know people are against scripting. I am not against scripting because I don't like people to go rogue. So I have a script that people follow right and and granted every human is different meaning the human that is calling is different than the human that called before so they're going to have different questions and things but you want to stay in control you want to make sure they stay in control of that situation otherwise new patient calls can sometimes be 25 30 minutes which which is fine it's a great touch service but if you're spending 30 minutes to onboard a new patient how many did did you miss Right. So I tell I like my team to be a five minute phone call where they're asking questions, but they're staying in control. But they're also making the person who called feel like they're in control. And they do that by answering two things. So, you know, I'd like to schedule a new patient. Great. Do you like mornings or evenings? Right. So it's always giving them two options, what they feel in control, but you're guiding those two options, what you see. Okay, do you like Mondays or Thursdays? Right. So the patient is telling you what they want. So they they're not being told what to do right? So you're, you're basically creating a funnel tray and you're, and you're, and you're asking the patient questions to get down to the final thing. So if they start saying like, well, what does the doctor, you know, what kind of implant system do you use? And you can just say, Miss Jones, when you get here, Dr. Dr. Trey is going to literally answer every one of your clinical questions. If I try to answer that, I will do an injustice. of this. I tell you, he's the, he's the God's most talented, you know, he's the world's most talented dentist. Just come in, trust me like that kind of thing. Right. So it, yeah, that's great. So, so you, you want to create a script. You want to create a script that that your team can follow because, you know, in dentistry, and Craig and I always make fun of this, you know, we spend all this money marketing and all this blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, we we hire phone people and we say, just get on the phones and answer them. And they're the least, you know, we spend the least time training these, these poor people who are answering the phones. And it becomes like, why didn't you, why didn't you not do that right? Well, because you didn't train them right.
0: And they're scared
1: yeah. and they quit. That's yeah. the highest attrition of all dentistry. The highest yeah. point of the highest job attrition in all dentistry is the person who answers the phone because they get abused. They get abused by the dentist. They get abused by the people who are calling. <laughs> so sucks. create create a script. Uh, and usually they're the probably like the, the lowest paid too. So yeah. create a script. Um, uh, sometimes, not in all cases.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna uh, My my uh, keep going, Peter I'll put a pen. Yeah,
1: on. yeah. So i m I'm saying usually, not in our practices, but like you know, usually they are, um, because they're undervalued and I'm I like,
0: I didn't mean that, I meant the scripting. I meant the scripting.
1: Oh so yeah, so create a script and scaffolding because it will give them comfort. Also I, like, also, I like
0: scaffolding, by the way. I like scaffolding because I think um, you you have resourceful people who will have their own style and it may be a good style, but not sca- yet. Not they, in the
1: beginning. They will yeah, not. They, they will but, not. But scaffolding
0: is nice. Like, what are we trying to get? We're trying to get people to. Not, people-
1: well, but scaffolding allows them to go, go rogue and create their own methodology. And that's what I'm saying. I don't want Trey. Trey's going to know what he wants. Um, and oh, I just forgot my other train of thought. Um, oh, the other thing is, Trey, create a, a book of questions and answers right the way that you want answered so 80 you know and craig can attest this 80 percent of the the questions we get um uh in our practices are like it's, it's literally like an 80 20 rule like we get the same we get the same questions on the phone all the time so in, anticipate those happening and literally create what what you would want them to say not as a robot but make sure like if someone asks about um hey i had a temporary come out what should i do if they're calling or you know, what's the new patient look like? Or do you accept my insurance? Like literally create those questions and answers so that the person on the front desk doesn't get flustered and and say the wrong thing. And they actually have some key points to highlight. You know, um, I did that in the beginning and it worked great. It was called, we called it our script book. We don't do that now per se, because I don't, you know, we don't necessarily need that. I've had team members a long time. So they don't need that, but it was a great again scaffolding thing that said, it allowed for them to not get flustered on the phone and look incompetent.
2: Yeah, no, that's. I mean, I, I you know, I, I finished the E-Myth, uh, revisited, you know, a couple months ago, and you know, it's just everything's everything's linked to systems, phone calls, answering. You know, that's that's your that's your first point of entry, and and, and you just can't lose them there. Um, I mean, that's great. That's great. great Have you ever studied
1: like the sales cycle? By the way, like a sales cycle.
2: I haven't. I have a book.
1: uh, Yeah. uh, Google that and look around that because there's, you know, there's, there's, there's first you start off with patient psychology, why someone's going to choose you. And then, like I said, the phone rings and then I'm in the chair and then the presentation. So there's, there's like five or six cycles in a dental dental sales cycle. And um, you know, and dentists get so pissed when we say sales, but there's five, there's five, five or six uh, steps. And you kind of, you know, audit your process and system and all of those five steps or six steps. Um, and you just can't lose as long as you're just not leaving it up to letting people go rogue and it's not by your design. You literally can't lose as long as you're very strategic about every one of those steps. Awesome. All right. And also, like in the
0: beginning, you're, um, you, are not going to have, um, so, so one of the things that your established competitors can't do is they can't out serve they can't do, they can't outdo you in your customer service. Cause you have one thing on your side, you have time. So this will be the chance for you to deliver the highest level of customer service ever in your career. Cause you may just have one or two patients in the entire day. And if you have only one or two patients, you got to look at the bright side that patient before they come in, you can actually call them yourself to confirm them. Hey, Ms. Jones, it's Dr. Trey here. And an appointment with me scheduled tomorrow at one o'clock. Really looking forward to talking with you. I know that uh, I'm seeing my receptionist told me that you're going to be getting married uh, in two weeks. And as just a a, a small token of my appreciation, um, I want to extend a discounted offer for whitening for your wedding. I think we can get your teeth nice and white before your wedding because we've got two weeks on our side. Listen, I'll talk to you more about it tomorrow, but I just want to know that girl before she ever even meets you is going to be going on Instagram and Facebook saying, my God, I can't wait. So like you have, look, we're we're looking at what you don't have, but what you do have is you have time. And when you have time, you can create every single patient that walks through your practice, you can create them into a raving fan. And that's going to be the initial coals that get the fire started. So, um, that's what I would do. I would, I would focus on each and every patient getting them to be a raving fan.
1: That's awesome. Can I push back on that? Just a second, Craig?
0: Sure. Please. Well, no, he did, but he just said, Trey just said, it's awesome. So.
1: No, 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 no. Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> I think it's creepy. Okay. When you call, when you call, when a doctor calls someone before they have ever met, you don't have a relationship. It's not our place. Um, okay. And I've actually been told that, you know, that it's it's just a little off-putting. Now, maybe if it works for you, if you're listening, and Trey, it might work for you. And Craig, it probably worked great for you because you have that personality. Like, everyone just loves you the second they, they you open your mouth. No, no, I don't have that. People. I don't have that. So it was a little bit, it, you know, it's a little bit off-putting. And, well, and um, maybe,
0: my, maybe my example was a little too much. Um, Trey, what did you feel about it?
2: I mean, I, I've, I've thought about it before, and, I, and I've thought about the thought of, of doing that or possibly having someone in your office send a video of themselves just welcoming into the practice. Now you're talking there, pal. Now maybe you're talking. Maybe it's the doctor, or maybe it's just the front desk or someone that they're going to meet that says, hey, looking forward to meeting you. My name's so-and-so. We can't wait to see you.
0: But and, yeah, a video is really cool when you run out of time. I'm, not, I'm just, okay, so listen, maybe my example was a little off, but I would say if you've got an ability, one of the things that gonna, you're going to start learning is you're going to need a system for no-shows because we all get them and you're going to have to figure out how to deal with it. That's one, one question you're not even, at you're like, how do I get patients to book? You can also have, how do I get patients to show up? Okay, and then you have to work your way through that. One of the ways I can guarantee you that they'll get to show up um, is just that call. And it's not creepy if the intention of it is just like, hey, you know, they know you're new. They know the the, the practice is new. And it's not, I mean, maybe the whole wedding and all yeah. that stuff. How do they know it's new? How? Because yeah. the building that they, I don't know. I mean, I, no, I they don't new. know
1: it's new. Well, is it, it's new. I get to do press
0: releases. He's got a, you know, when he opens his doors, a ribbon cutting by the chamber of commerce. I don't know. Yeah, but,
1: but most people when they're like, literally, like, Craig, they say they wake up. I need a dentist today. They Google. It doesn't okay. say like new practice. Okay. So, I'm saying so, that. They- so
0: fine. So, so I just want to push back on it because I believe that a call just, and, and again, I can give a different example. Hey, Sally, it's Dr. Trey. I like to call my patients um, before their visit. I know you're coming in tomorrow at 1 p.m. I'm looking forward to speaking with or meeting you. Um, Is there anything that you need ahead of time to make sure the appointment goes to success or whatever the hell you want to say? Is there anything I can do to ensure, you know, or, you know, my front desk team wrote down that you have an anxiety, you know, issue and you're scared. I just want to know that, you know, tomorrow is just going to be blah, 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 blah. We have nitrous and I look forward to talking tomorrow. Hey, I really want to know about Invisalign. Okay, great. We'll have time to talk about that tomorrow. Hey, uh, do you take a PPO insurance? Um, my team can hit, you know, I mean, even if it goes really, really, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just going to say, if you have the time, you do it. That's my, my, my thought. Um, but, but again, um, uh, that's why we're on a podcast together. We don't agree as all of, you know, funny thing is by the way, and this, this bears some mention as a funny side note, we're at our Bulletproof summit, um, last, uh, whatever the hell it was in June. And Pete and I are doing this on stage as you saw Trey, you know, I'm saying one thing and Pete's like, no, I call bullshit. I don't like that. And, and the audience is getting really entertained by this. So at one break, one of the doctors comes up to me and says, hey, how do you know when to like insert that script of where you guys disagree with each other? I was like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, you know, he's like, it's amazing. It's It keeps everybody on their toes. Like we're so interested, but how do you guys do that? I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, he's like, obviously you guys don't disagree. I'm like, of course we freaking do. Like you can't, can't script. Like, it's like saying like, hey, Pete, disagree with me when I say to call the patient. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's true. I mean it's the value of uh, this is the value of two people. I mean, we, we don't we, we have a lot of alignment, but listen, if that resonates with you, do it. If it doesn't resonate, or if you try it and it seems creepy, then don't do it. No one's gonna like call you out for it. And you know what? That might even be interesting too, because everybody's not your patient. You know, the people that like Dunkin' Donuts hate Starbucks custom hate mm-hmm. Starbucks. And the people who love Starbucks hate Dunkin'. So I think it's well, good. You- You have to figure out We also
1: talked about no shows too for a second, Trey. Like look at those sometimes as a blessing and not a curse, right? Because you may have a hygienist and a hygiene patient in the chair and you can walk in and say, You you know, Miss Jones, you're gonna need X, Y, and Z in this quadrant dentistry. And guess what? It's your lucky day. My next patient just canceled. I can actually do that right now. So really think about same day dentistry because like Craig said, you're gonna have lots of time, but don't spin it as like, hey, I'm not busy and I'm new. Be like, it's your lucky day. Right, you don't act as if you're lucky and new, and that's why I push back on the new. Do not let people think that you're a new practice and you're getting, you know, you're getting all the kinks worked out and all this stuff. Do not do that. Right, you are a polished machine. You are, you are in demand dentist. You know, everyone wants to come to this practice. Um, it's their lucky day, not like, hey, can you help me out? What is me? I'm the new dentist. Do not play that card.
0: Also, when you talk about language and scripting, don't tell, uh, and again, I, Pete doesn't say this in his own practice, but he said it just now, so I want to correct it. He, don't don't walk in and say, hey, it's your lucky day. My last patient's canceled. Because that means other people cancel on you. Just say, hey, it's your lucky day. We had a last minute reschedule or a last minute. I did
1: saying say lucky day. I was trying to be yeah. very picky. But no, lucky
0: day's fine. I was just talking about don't tell them that the other patient- Well, you're
1: never going to believe this, Miss Jones. You're never going to believe this. I know you need something. You never believe this. my patient. just got stuck in traffic and yeah, can't attend. Like, let's do it now. You're here. Let's do it now. It'll be amazing. It'll be the best experience ever.
0: And that's the internal marketing that you got to do. And and amongst that $700,000 of production or collection you got this last year, there was a lot of those conversations. Oh, well, Mr. Jones, you know, Dr. Jones, Dr. retiring guy told me I needed this. Uh, You know, yeah, you do. Let's do it.
1: Well, no, I... Same day dentistry can categorically change your year and change your practice as long as you keep your eyes wide open. How many dentists, Greg, do you know that are like, Hey, well, let's get you back on the books for that. Oh, Meanwhile, they're God, like wide pressure. open and they just wanted to go back and look at Facebook, right? Or yeah. the, the, the team says, hey, let's get you scheduled for that. They could have fit in that 30 minute crown prep.
0: I know. Or whatever. That's
1: really you know, frustrating. Right?
0: But that's same the same day. That.
1: Dentistry can change the game, Trey. So get in that mindset early. Don't think about like rescheduling if you can't. If you can work them in, people are, number one, they're a captive audience and they are super appreciative of their time because that's our most important
0: lever. But that's mindset as well though. Um, that's the thermostat. Uh, Tony talks about the thermostat a lot like that. You have this thermostat set in your, in your, in your mind. And you know, for most of us, it's set at a certain temperature, or a certain deserve level or money that you're supposed to make. And, uh, if you're making too much, you'll screw it up. You'll put the AC on and cool it down. If you're making too little and you can't afford your mortgage, you'll heat it up. So, um, you know, that same day dentistry thing is all about your demand and your desire. Or do you want to kick it back to the next day? I see plenty of doctors that, you know, even amongst the doctors I've worked at who patients want to go, they're ready to go, and they just want to go to lunch, you
1: know? Finally, the Bulletproof Practice Book is out on Amazon. Craig and I have distilled down our experiences in dentistry over the past 20 years in our true-to-form, unfiltered fashion that y'all have come to expect from our podcast We talk about our victories and our bruises, and it's 132 pages of vision, leadership, marketing, and even just life as a dentist, and it's meant to entertain you. So we hope you'll support us and grab a copy on Amazon today. Thanks, friends.
2: Yeah, I love that. I I, I I mean, I work on stuff like that. I listen to other people. I would listen to you guys at the podcast offline other times i listen to bruce baird's podcast yeah that's
0: he's a hustler man bruce, he's a
2: master he's a yeah. master at that yeah but, but, I listen,
0: he, but he wants to work bruce like bruce was, his last week of practice he collected 200 g's or last two weeks something crazy i mean but i,
2: li- I listen to that it's funny i listen to that and i and i and i went to work and i i got there and i checked the new patients list and i said you know i had it all down exactly what he did i'm like i'm gonna try this and And, uh, and I was ready for that new patient to be the doctor they had to do. And I tried it. I don't know how it worked. Um, it, it, it was, it, you know, it wasn't me, uh, but I, I, I still tried it. And, uh, What do you
0: mean it wasn't you?
2: Well, it wasn't, it wasn't my system. It may have been the patient pool of people that I work with. And, and, uh, I actually felt bad because I don't, uh, she hasn't come back and she needed like $6,000 worth of, she had $6,000 worth of damage. Um, like he said to present it and, and, um, you know, she hasn't come back, so I hope if I could have, you know, I. But I tried it, trying to give a better patient experience and better patient um, um, outcome, and and it didn't work. Uh, whether that was her or me, I don't know. But I, and I hope. I mean,
0: Trey, you got to understand too. It's like I was wakeboarding this weekend with Pete on the lake. And the first time he tried to pull me up, I'm trying to wakeboard. I'm trying to go through, like bend my knees, let the boat pull me up. And it's Pete's telling me what to do. I, I used to wakeboard like 10 years ago. And I, I just, but I was nervous, but I was doing what he told me to do. And it didn't work. But then mm-hmm. by the end of the day, I'm actually wakeboarding, jumping in and out of the wake. So you, you, at first, whenever you learn a new skill, like right now, you're, you're a tennis player that's never had a tennis coach. So you develop the shitty back end, you're You're doing a bunch of wrong things. And then you're going to try to do it the coach's way, and that doesn't work either. But eventually it becomes your way. So what we're telling you to do is not do what Pete does and not do what Craig does, but look at or us. Or Bruce like,
1: Baird. Or Bruce Baird. Or
0: Bruce Baird. But eventually you'll be a bold and Spodak Baird combo, and then it'll all be with Trey on top of it, and it'll be very you, and you'll be able to teach other people.
1: And and so and that comes with just more at-bats, right? Like you're going to get your swagger, and literally, you're going to set yourself up like no one can say no to me kind of thing. Like, that's yep. almost the mindset you want to have. Like, I'm going to create such value and and, and, and empathy and whatever in this presentation that no one's going to say no. Yeah. It's going to be your own swagger. Right. And your patients are
0: lucky to be here. But that's not something you say, it's something you feel. So right now, when you were talking to that patient, you were putting on your inner Bruce Baird. And I promise you, it was awkward. And it was inauthentic, well. probably. It was totally inauthentic. You're like trying to put on a Bruce Baird Southern accent. Y'all got a lot of damage here. I'm I almost said, you
1: know, I mean it,
0: it doesn't work, man. Don't it try doesn't. to be somebody else. I, but I but and don't be bold and don't be spodak and don't be Baird, but be right. you, but learn from right. these coaches. Tiger Woods right. plays better golf than his golf coach, but his right. coach still helps him. So yeah. that, that's all you got to remember. It'll be you, right. and once it once you find you and you're and you get your own Pete calls it swagger. It's actually just confidence. Patience won't say no to you. Swagger sounds so much cooler.
2: And that's why I felt bad because I felt like if I'd have just been me and done my nor- the normal which which works for me, yeah. and, and hone add,
0: it. Add I, one I, add one or two things from Bruce. Right. Add a little, but more.
2: I. But I feel bad because I could have, you know, I could have provided her with better care. And I hope she just didn't go somewhere and, and, and don't come, doesn't come back to the dentist for five years. I hope, right. hope she went somewhere else and they gave her a different opinion. And, she and got, hey, if you so start trade. saying
0: that stuff, when you start so saying so that, that stuff, is huge. All
1: right. So now I'm going to put, you know how Craig said the call, the call? Now that you have a relationship with that person, now I would warrant a call if you're worried about her, you're concerned that she's not getting it. If something happened. I would call up and say, "Hey, just wanted to check in with you. I know it was overwhelming. I know it presented a lot of stuff. Just want to make sure you know you're getting handled somewhere."
0: Right. It's not right? about coming to me, but so it's about you could care actually call
1: her and say, "Exactly." So don't say, "Why are you not coming in?" Just say, "I just want to make sure you're getting handled." And if there's someone else, you know, if you didn't like our office or whatever, you want me. I, I can set you up with a colleague down the street or whatever. But I just want to make sure you're handled because some of these issues, you know, might, might become bigger issues kind of thing. And, and I think why, that's I, no totally I, no IP,
0: appropriate. Know why Pete just jumped on you for that? You know why he, he, he said to do that? Because he heard your authentic voice and he heard what Trey cares about. And he knows that you care about that. He knows your heart was with the patient. So that's why he said, go and do that. Yeah. If, so whenever you can be authentic and be yourself, when you speak from your heart, people hear you with their heart. When you speak from your brain, they hear you with their brain or they don't even hear you at all. So just try all you're trying to do here. And I'm really happy this kind of, this kind of came out organically is figure out who you're going to be. And once you figure out who you're going to be and you're authentic and aligned, that's when you get your swag and that's when patients don't say no to you. And that's when you
1: double and triple down for the rest of your career. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that call with that patient will work really, really well. And by the way, she may say, you know what? I do have another dentist. Um, but I want to come back to you or I do have another dentist, but he never called me like that. And my, my sister needs work or I'm going to go on and write a Google review about you.
1: you know? Yeah. But regardless, it will be Intel. It will be data for you to know. Right. Cause it may be that like, I was just so ashamed because blah, blah, blah. And it means nothing to do with you, But but yeah. if you don't do the call, you will never get that data and that Intel so that you can pivot and get your swagger that you are going to get one day. You know what I'm saying? Like you just yeah. need data.
2: Yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I, you know, my, that lines right with my why in dentistry. I mean, you know, my number one was, was standards and creating standards in dentistry. And and then two is to have a meaningful impact on people's lives. I mean, I, it, both within an organization and without and outside of it. And I, I think I, absolutely that's, that's me. That's cool. Yeah. I yeah, mean, one I thing we're trying
0: I think that's really important. Um, and that's something you would have never, I mean, on the list of questions, there was never a question of how do I discover or invent my authentic self, but that's actually the answer that you really need. Is yeah. that,
1: yeah. You know.
2: I mean, like one, one thing we're doing, just as a side note uh, is um, we're going to partner with, I'm really excited. We're going to partner with a local nonprofit and, I, and I, I'd love to plug them, but I'll, I'll, I'll refrain from it. And it's similar, they're similar to um, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm. Um, oh wow! But, but they um, they provide local kids with disabilities um, with a sports based dream. So for me, I, I played uh, played baseball in college. I, um, oh, cool! Got out and I became. I got really into cycling. I became. I was a professional cyclist for for about five years. Raced against. Uh, there's two guys in the Tour de France. I raced to one one uh, no one beat me. One beat me in hey. a. Is one of them uh,
0: Christian Vandevel? Right.
2: No, no, no. But it's, uh, uh, his name's Joey Roscoff. He's first time tour. He was 10th overall after the 10th day, but he was 15. He was like 15 years old and beat me in a, in a sprint, but it's uh, <laughs> So now I can say it's kind of cool, but it I was wearing,
0: like, like, he was wearing a Marvel comic, uh, one yeah. pajama set and he beat you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so for me, it's, uh, I, I, I love kids. I have two of my own and, um, you know, that just touches near and dear to my heart and we're going to have this kid's day where we're just doing kids cleanings and we're going to sponsor all proceeds will go to the organization and we'll just, um, and we're going to sponsor some kids sports-based dream. Really excited. Trey,
1: is that where you're going to continue that you talked about your charity and your mission being aligned with your goals? Is that where you're going to deploy that 5% with regularity? Uh, uh,
2: uh, no, I, I just, it's just, uh, that's the first one. It may, it may be, um, but you know
1: how you talked about that. You said you want to give back 5%. Uh-huh. I yeah. Just, I'm yeah, just asking, cause you're speaking about it. And I think it's really cool. Like Craig, you know, Craig's philanthropy, he has his own, right. And so he's aligned. He's not just scattering it around. Like I kind of scattered around based on what my team wants to do, you know, what aligns with them because they're, they're the ones moving the needle. But if if that's like your, I think it'd be cool because I think you'd really make massive impact if like if you're saying, look, this is our, these are our, these are our guys, these are our gals, this is our plant We're gonna, you know, we're gonna saddle up to you guys and like we're just gonna gonna continually lean in you. Well,
2: yeah, that's the. I that's think that's the plan.
1: a massive difference. Okay.
2: Yeah, that that's the plan, and, and I my idea for the little hesitancy was if. If this gets really big and we can do that all the time, plus multiple uh, organizations too, on top of it, so it wasn't just yeah, but yeah. Oh, right. well,
1: sure. Well, that's cool too.
2: Yeah, if it gets big, right. and that's cool. But I'm saying, like, it, I I just love I love
1: where you're that and I love that like you're speaking about that from the heart, based on all the things that you know got you to where you are in your life. You know, having kids and being being involved in sports, and you know, and now you're in a position to be able to help. And I think it's just dramatic, you know, like the Bible says "Of much it's given much is expected. So I think it's so cool that you're, it's your, um, that you're already in that mindset, even before you've had your million dollar year, if you will, you know, yeah. I just love it. I think it's cool.
0: It is cool. Very cool. Um, I forgot I wanted to say something, but um, well, I don't remember what it was. I wanted to touch on something, but before you spoke, but it's it's that's awesome. That that just discovering who you want to be in before you ever create it is very cool.
1: So Trey, we're gonna have to have multiple parts to this because, like, literally, you know, get Craig and I going on one little niche topic, and we'll give you, you know, an hour's worth of, of, of feedback. So you're gonna you're gonna have to be a multiple multiple uh, guest. You know, you have to be part of a multi series. So. Um, so don't feel like we're stressed to fit everything in, in the time today for sure. Um, but okay. But, but that being said, what else you got?
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, this, this is a big one and this may take too long or we can just touch on the, on the highlights of it. Um, let's just kind of go in a little different direction and, and just say, um, what employees would you hire first? And what KPIs would you, or they track and report?
1: Oh shit.
0: Yeah. Man. I want to, I want to park that one for time okay. purposes. Yeah. That's okay. a good one though. That's a great one. But Hey,
1: but that, let's start that one. Cause that's like, that's what inquiring minds want to know. And I, and, and Craig's right. That's, we both have answers for that. We just need it. They're going to be long
2: Yeah,
1: and, and they're probably going to be different. Meaning our opinions are probably gonna be different. So, um, yeah. That's, um, that's, all right. So that's, that's a big but, one. But I think, who people, to hire next?
0: but, but for people in general, um, hire for personality and character. Um, I remember when, um, when, uh, I, I took over the practice from my mom and dad, uh, in 2006, uh, my mom worked the front desk and I didn't know how to like swipe a credit card or anything like that. My mom gave me a date that she says I'm out. So she gave me like her month notice. I started interviewing different people and I met some rock star. She was, she was polished. She looked the part. She spoke well and, um, she had a lot of experience and, uh, I was, I hired her and then I was just reviewing something. I called her references and I was reviewing something kind of late in the game. And maybe I didn't call her references. I called her references like after two weeks after I'd hired her. And um,
1: it's so nothing like due I mean, diligence after you buy the, after you buy the building. Yeah.
0: But this is what you learn. <laughs> later on. You know? I mean, <laughs> this is, you know, this is 2006. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing in many ways. But anyway, I saw that she lied in her resume and, uh, but I needed her because it was like, it was Monday and my mom's like leaving. So I called my mom like, Hey mom, listen, you know, Diane lied in her resume. Uh, Can you work an extra week with me? She's like, No, Craig, I'm out. You told me I'm out. I'm like, I got stuff to do. And it was kind of like an interesting little parenting technique. But um, I think that is important that the minute you discover someone's character, um, recognize that that and it's not what you want it to be. That's your tell that this is not a long-term fit. And the sooner you can get rid of the person, the better. So anybody shows you their character. I believe people can change. And I believe that more than Pete does. And it, it, sometimes it proves good for me. And it oftentimes it proves bad. But you're not in the people fix it business, Trey. You're a dentist. And if people were not raised properly and they're not, they don't have the character that you want around your life, you got to get away from that quick. That's
1: my I completely agree with you on that, right? Like, don't, don't look for someone who has 20 years of experience because more than likely they did it a different way than you're going to want it done. And they're going to constantly be a source of, well, that's not the way we do things. And you can say, I don't give a shit at what Dr. Jones did down the street. Or, this is in Dr. Jones's office, right? The other thing I'm going to so, say, so don't worry about the experience. I mean, you want someone that probably knows their way around, you know, a software and he knows computers, but like Craig's saying, personality, you can't train you know, empathy, you can't train skills you can train for. Um, so the other thing I would say is make sure that like, when someone says in the beginning, especially Trey, this can be important. You're going to be, everyone has to be cross trained just because you answer phone doesn't mean that you won't be required to go break down in room because you're going to be a small team and you're going to have to be lean and mean if you're going to want to survive. So cross training is going to be imperative. So, so you can tell them ultimately, yes, this is what you're going to do. You're going to be a treatment coordinator. But in the meantime, you're probably gonna do a lot of assisting and turning over rooms and whatever and helping the hygienist. And, you know, we're a big team. Um, and and you're gonna have multiple roles, even though you're technically your, you know, an appointment coordinator, if you will. So that I would say is, is gonna be the biggest thing in the beginning. I can remember I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, you know, think back to the days when we uh, were starting out and that really helped someone saying like you don't want someone doing like saying i don't do that that's not my job you know someone says that's not my job they need to they need to uh go find a new one
2: yeah i love that you know i I, i'll say this is slightly side note and i I just kudos to 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 both of you and i guess your personality and you know i sat in the back of the room at the summit one day and and first of all and um big props to erica and kimberly those those two girls are awesome i mean I, i I, yeah they were awesome but I sat in the back and you know in the midst of everything going on I I, I, I heard out of the back of my mind uh, uh, Craig came over and he and I, I I couldn't hear what was going I wasn't trying to eavesdrop but I, I could just hear him say over and over and over like thank you thank you good job like to Erica and that just struck me and I, I was just you know we have all this chaos and all this everything you guys are trying to do and he still took time to do that I just I love that. That's one goal I have. I've always had for a long time. This one thing I try and do every day is just to say thank you to someone. <laughs> and he just did it like 20 times in one day. And I, I just try and do it once. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. I just, uh, so. Uh, he does do a good job of that, you know, because there's going to be time session in the beginning, Trey.
1: So you're going to have to get in that practice. So you want to keep things on about a three to one ratio. And Craig does that. I've watched him too. So, right. Compliment, compliment, compliment. Hey, you know what? Like this really wasn't done very well. You want to fill the bucket of praise so that you have you have the ability to to take a debit of when you have to have a hard or crucial conversation with someone. Yeah, right? yeah and I, that, I appreciate. Yeah, I
0: appreciate what you're saying, but um, that's an area that I need to work on. Um, you know, when you no, lead, you're
1: good filling the bucket. You're just you well, just don't like to have the sweaty back conversation.
0: Yeah, but leadership is something that like it's like you're never gonna do, You're never gonna be done. You're not gonna be. You know, it's like you're, you're being a father. Like if you're rating yourself a 10 and a 10 as, as, as a father or as a husband, you got a big problem, you know, you, <laughs>
1: yeah. So
0: and leadership's sure. the same way. So like, um, I, yeah, you can tell me, I appreciate the kind words, but watching a movie like Bobby Robson last night, this iconic soccer coach and how he brought out a players, brought them to different levels. That's like the level of leadership that I think we should all aspire to. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, it's very difficult. Leadership is a very difficult thing. And the reason why I want to set out to build a big organization, because I knew it would push my leadership, you know, to, to a different level. And then you have people that will take advantage of you and do the wrong thing. And people that will accuse you of things that you've done, haven't done. And that you're, you know, it, it's just, you got to be ready for all that. I, I really highly recommend that book, Bobby Robson, by the way, he got his ass chewed out. Like he was like, you know, I mean, being a soccer manager in England at that time, it was a very high stress job. And it it was, it was enlightening. I didn't see it all because my flight to Atlanta was only an hour and a half, but that was an amazing, amazing movie that I think should be required uh, listening or or watching as part of uh, our journey to become better leaders. But um, yeah, I think it's, I think uh, like, and that's Branson. I've seen Branson, by the way, I've been around Branson, Sorry, Pete, uh, you know, brand. No, systems, I was going to say,
1: I know you've got patience at 11 do, yeah. and, and, and we've got lots of stuff to go through. So Trey, let's get this, let's get part two and part three and part four. I feel like there's going to be a, a lot of parts to this one. Um, but Hey, here's the upside, Trey, you get free consulting. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> um, that's perfect.
1: But we and, do too. And, you know, and we get content and we get exactly, but you get, we get content that we get to answer it. Cause I'm sure hundreds of people listening have the exact same, um, or, or questions, they're going to get a lot of data, a lot of a lot of knowledge from this. So let's keep spending some time and keep unpacking this because you know I think it's I think it's super valuable. But for today, we're putting a cap in it. Put a cap. So
0: pop a cap, a cap in, in it. it.
1: No, nah, it's not pop caps.
0: Right? <laughs> I just like you saying know, that stuff. Pop
1: caps. You do, 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 do you you are uh, Craig. I mean Trey. Have you ever heard Craig rap? By the way, no, no, oh, he he yeah. is a great. We won't. We will save it for another podcast. But he's a yeah. great freestyle rapper. Yeah, he's like yeah. So, and I I'm not kidding actually. He, 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 he can actually flow, but it looks so funny because he he's you know <laughs> <laughs> he's about as, he's about as vanilla white as it comes. And he starts flowing <laughs> with these raps, and you're like, what is happening right now? Your mind just like explodes on the page. You're like, what is going on right now? <laughs> but um, anyway, it's Trey, I ha- hope you Howard uh, bread howard's bread <laughs> howard's bread um inside inside joke there all right but um trey thanks for the time pal let's get you let's get your schedule um i really uh, i say this with all sincerity i'm really looking forward to unpacking this list of stuff because it's um you know it's it's gonna really help a lot of people and 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 yourself so let's keep doing it man great great thanks for the time okay guys all right until next time we are out see everybody thank you Thanks for listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice
2: Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Please rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast source. Check out bulletproofdentalpractice.com for video interviews and text bulletproof to 345345 to stay connected to us for special announcements. Have a great day.